Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Poly Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. And this episode is with the excellent Liam Cormier of the band Cancer Bats. I sat down with Liam around a month ago, and we chat all about everything that's been going on with Cancer Bats since he was last on the show in October 2021. This was recorded in October 2023, and um, we really hope you enjoy it. There is a couple of technical issues that we have during the recording of this. Uh, majority of them I've edited out. Uh, please bear with it. I am not uh, an audio engineer. I am simply a man with a microphone who uh, gets the opportunity to chat to bands and artists, which I'm super, super grateful for. Um, and yeah, we hope you enjoy this episode. I will catch up with you in a bit. See you later. Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Poly podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. And it's my absolute pleasure to bring you a returning guest to the show. I've got Liam of the band Cancerbats. How are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing so good. Good, good, good. Um, how's how's your um how's your tour life going? Because you, you're out on tour at the moment, and um yeah, how, how's everything getting on? Is it all right? Yeah, well, it's good. Yeah, we're out on tour with Cavale Attack right now. We just started, so we played... Uh, Helsinki, Finland, uh, and now we're in, or we played Helsinki yesterday, and now we're in Tampere, uh, in Finland. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, as as I uh, briefly alluded to to you uh, off off air a minute ago, um, this is actually the second time you've been on the show, and the first time was October 2021. We talked a lot about uh, COVID and things like that in that conversation, and kind of like how the world was seemingly going to shit. <laughs> things seem to be a lot better now um and obviously you guys have put a record out in 2022 uh lineup shifts and things like that more touring how's life in the in the cancer camp and things at the moment yeah things have been really good we uh we had some different um yeah different folks playing guitar which i guess even when i talked to you in 2021 uh we had had wade from alexis on fire and black lungs yeah uh playing guitar with us um and then since we've had a few other folks like filling in um which is pretty fun it's kind of nice to like play with different people and have different kind of like vibes and like that sort of thing uh right now we have our friend jackson uh who's been playing guitar with us since the summer um he also plays in an awesome band called diner drugs uh too which we're friends with from canada so that's how we knew him. So yeah, Jackson's been playing with us since we put out the record too. We've also done some, uh, we've done some Bat Sabbath you touring indeed, as well, yeah, for sure. Which is funny because I I feel like it usually uh, happens a little bit later in the touring cycle, but yeah. I think again because of like how you know COVID kind of jumbled everything up. It's like people are like. Uh, it's been a long time like it's been since 2017 since people have seen bat sabbath either so i feel like there's there was also just like all this you know festivals were like why don't we get bat sabbath to play so we played 2000 trees and then obviously whenever that happens you end up playing a bunch of uh club shows so we have some uh bat sabbath shows like lined up in november uh when we're finished this touring as well so yeah lots on the go Amazing stuff. And I actually saw you guys uh, at 2000 Trees, uh, both. Because it's the first time I've seen Bat Sabbath. But I, I did want to talk about the fact that I've been following this band for 13 years. 
And next year, if I've got all oh, my dates and things correct, is is twenty years of of, of um cancer bats. That do you ever kind of think retrospectively about like your career and things and go twenty years is a long time. Seven albums, countless EPs, thousands of miles on, on in planes and vans and things like that. Uh, did you ever think that when you first started out in, in a punk band, this was going to be the twenty year history? You know. Yeah, well, it's crazy. Yeah, to think about because the twenty. The the twenty year of like lining up with like two thousand and four, mm. you know what I mean? Like kind of yeah. like oh yeah, I guess that's kind of when the band started. But I I feel like two thousand five is for like sure. when we actually started taking the band really seriously. Yeah, for sure. So we'll have to, we'll have to wait. Um, we'll have to wait another we, year. <laughs> yeah, I would say twenty twenty five, just only because like that's when like Mikey joined the band. Like that's when we actually did like our first tour that's when we got like the solid kind of like lineup to finish even writing, you know, the, the, like the first album, uh, even though it didn't come out until 2006. So I think like 2005 is like the, okay, we were a real band at that point. Um, and we like really only started like the, the like end of 2004. So that's why I'm kind of like, ah, 2004, <laughs> 2005, Sure. I was definitely like playing drums in other bands that were touring in 2004 that like feel like more like, Oh yeah, that was 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, and, and kind of the predominant uh, sparking of this conversation was that the new single, um, which is called weird punks is a B side of the, which was recorded at the same time as uh, cycle jail Blake. So, so I kick a jailbreak even. I can't speak today. Um, I wanted to <laughs> ask, twister. absolutely. I wanted to ask kind of, why now? Why this song? What's the story behind the B-side? And, and what was the kind of thought process of putting out and things? Because it's cool, man. It's a cool track. I love it. Yeah, it, it was like a fun song that we had. Because um, again, like over the like, you know, couple years that we had to work on the album, we had a lot of songs on the go. Um, and yeah, there was, you know, a couple songs that we felt like were really strong B-sides that could kind of like sit on their own. Uh, which is always a good thing. Like when you have a track that you're like, man, this is like really solid. It definitely tells its own story. Um, it could easily just come out whenever. Yeah, and sure. I think again, because we had like so much stuff happening um, and like tours and things like that. And like uh, even the record itself felt like it was like having a little bit longer of a run um, only because, you know, that's sort of like the nature of when, you know, everyone put out a record all at the same time. It was like some of the touring cycles and like album cycles felt like they, they got a little bit longer. Um, so for us, we were like, oh yeah, we can, we can do this, um, this single and kind of make it like a fun, you know, extra thing, but we'll have it come out, you know, like a little bit later. Uh, and we were like thinking about it to coincide with this tour or also just like to have a cool, uh, video to go along with it. Just like, you know, not being in a rush to kind of have all the pieces sort of come together. Um, we also have like a really fun, like, um, uh, photo zine that we like are put on pre-order right now that people can like check out and it's going to have like a seven inch, like flexi in the zine uh, for weird punks. Um, and all the photos were taken from the past like summer uh, that we did of like festival touring and like just having like a really fun time, which also felt like it sort of had the same energy as the song. So I don't know, just kind of like a bunch of things like all lining up together. 
absolutely. That that makes perfect sense. Sorry, I was listening, but I was completely changing my microphone because my microphone decided to die and it didn't have any input. So I was having an absolute freak out just then. But luckily, I've got a spare one. <laughs> but no, no, oh, no, it's all good. That, that that's sounds... the best part about just audio only. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's one less thing no to think about. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's that's the thing as well. You've always been a very DIY band and things, and I, I love the fact that you're kind of you're mixing the fact with the photozine and kind of like it's it's just something it's his own little it's own little baby you know what i mean and i love that because um it keeps the band kind of relevant as well because they are you talk about this a lot with our different members of bands and things it's kind of the content machine right in the fact that we mm-hmm. have such like short attention spans these days and you kind of have to be constantly putting something out to like feed the algorithm and, and such how do you kind of find that in terms of being in a band and obviously a man, a man of um how would I put it? Um, he's got like a, a presence, if that makes sense, because people look up to you in a, being in a band. How do you find that, that kind of social media and that content train kind of kind of thing? Um, I think it's, I mean, it's definitely been something that's existed for long enough that, you know, we're planning for it, if that makes sense. Like to be like, okay, yeah, you know, we got to like, like I said, like have the, the things, you know, lined up like, okay, you need the artwork to look cool. You want to have like the music video that feels right. You want to have all these like pieces, but I think for us and maybe a lot of people as well, it's like feeling less of that need to, um, kind of like constantly be feeding it. Like as if you would lose momentum, if you take some time to do something like for us, it's like realizing that like, it's, it doesn't have to be in such a rush. Uh, it more just needs to be something that's like good and you're happy with and like, you know, can come out kind of at any time. Uh, I think maybe especially for us, like, yeah, like you said, we've been a band for almost 20 years. So it's like we're, we're like uh, a little bit more, you know, kind of like um, solidified in like what we're doing and like uh, the the kind of like people that we have around us that are supporting it. So it's like less of like, a, oh, man, we should have put this out last month. Cause now people are going to forget. It's like, nah, there's a lot of people who are, are happy whenever we like decide to do something and like, we'll just make sure that it's cool when we do it. And it's not like, you know, it should have come out six months ago. It's just kind of like, it's going to come out when it does. And luckily for us, like a lot of people are stoked when that happens. That, that's super cool, man. And so being in a band for such a long time, right? You've played a lot of different venues and a lot of different places. So I've got a question for you, which I've asked a few people this year. And that is, where is the weirdest place you've ever played a show or the strangest place? Now, it doesn't have to be a negative thing because I think that's where most people's mind goes to like, oh, we played this yeah. venue and there's like no one there. But where, where springs to mind where it's like kind of cool or kind of different. You look around at your bandmates and go, how the fuck did we end up here? <laughs> Um, I mean, I always think, so in Canada, we don't have uh, cool things like boats as bars. For sure. Uh, so when we first started coming over to like France and stuff like that, and especially like Paris, for some reason, France has a lot of these. Maybe it's because of the like noise rules or something like that. But they have a lot of bars that are just boats. Okay. And they're like they're like on the, you know, the river or whatever. And you'll just show up and you'll like play what feels like a pretty small boat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And it's like, you're down in the hall and it's like a packed little space. But every time we play like a crazy French, you know, boat, like a tiny weird boat, the shows go off. 
Like, there's something about, like, being on these things where, like, the boat, like, literally will, like, rock back and forth um, and just be, like, this wild place. I guess that in the UK, there's, like, Thecla, you know, yes. in Bristol. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and there's, like, maybe, I bet there's one in Scotland somewhere, just yeah. knowing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, when we first started coming over, we were just like, whoa, what is this? We get to play our boat. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that's the thing as well. I, I guess because obviously you're, you've, you've been known for a long time for having a, a lot of chaotic stage energy and things. I guess if you're playing a boat, like you ever tempted just to, you know, jump off the other side and, and come back? <laughs> I mean, for us, we're always like trying to rock the boat. Like we for literally sure. like that's the side of things that you want. And then you realize like it's it like really makes the whole scene feel chaotic because it's like your equilibrium equilibrium is like thrown off and like everyone's like kind of dizzy and kooky and like it definitely like it's almost like a moment where you feel like you've gone too far because you're just like oh now this like boat is like on its side and this like isn't what i was expecting at all when this started absolutely uh, and that's the thing as well and talking about cool venues i um I, was, I went to 2000 trees this year and it was my first time i going to trees and seeing um bat sabbath in in a literal forest was was super cool man um so how, how do you kind of find the festival vibe versus uh, a kind of your own headline show or, or a support slot and things I mean, that that stage was, like, the forest stage at 2000 Trees was, like, the coolest thing ever. It's so good, um, isn't it? <laughs> and I hadn't seen it since it was, like, turned into, like, a real stage stage. For sure. Like, when we played last in 2019, it was, like, in a field. Or, sorry, uh, it was, like, in the forest, but it was, like, small. Like, it wasn't, right. like, a big... Um, uh, it wasn't like a big full on stage. So when we got asked or told that we were going to play it, we were like, Oh man, this is going to be wild. Like, I don't even think there was a barricade. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And before, and people would just be like sitting down. Yeah. It's, it's but, such uh, a lovely then when, we, when we showed up, I was like, Oh, this is even cooler. Um, <laughs> Cause just like the fact that we're going to have, I don't know, bat Sabbath, like playing a forest, like just feels like way more epic. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that show was awesome. And, and that's the thing as well i'm just uh, i mean i'm one of these people i don't know if you are as well but i love um or i should say i love i don't love not knowing things like anxiety and riddled anxiety right so when i go and see a band i try not to look at the set list right but i've just pulled up your oh, set okay. list that you've played last night um and to be honest in terms of a cancer bat set i couldn't have picked a better set myself so i wanted to ask who has that responsibility of saying right these are the set list for songs we're playing and, and obviously you do kind of change up uh, quite a lot i, I understand as well yeah, we try and, uh, like, change it up depending on, like, you know, where we are, too. Like, there's certain songs that we know kind of, like, went over bigger, yeah, you know, sure. in certain places. Uh, but for the most part, like, we try and just keep a good mix of, like, all the records, play some of the new stuff, but, you know, to make sure we don't, like, leave out any of the old ones. Um, but for sure, the the set, like, picking it is, like, all of us kind of, like, talking about it together um and like we'll make little tweaks like there's some stuff where we're just like oh we're on this tour with cavale attack like maybe it should be a little bit more metal yeah, like maybe sure. we should swap out you know a song for rats or something like that or you notice that like certain people in the crowd like really responded to album or like uh yeah certain album songs so you're like oh people really like dsol like maybe we should play a bunch of stuff off that or maybe we should play a couple more songs off of searching because we played True Zero last night, and people really, really like that. So I'm like, oh, maybe we should play Arsenic, yeah, or something sure. too. 
Um, so yeah, it's kind of like, kind of like that. We'll just sort of like ebb and flow with it as we're, as we're kind of touring. Absolutely. And can I, can I make a personal request to you? Don't ever take trust no one out of the set. That song is so fucking heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it was really fun. I love, we hadn't played it love in a song. while, so yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I was happy to have that one back in there too. Absolutely. Uh, just because it's like we have a couple songs that have like a good D-beat feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we always got to have some D-beat in the mix for sure. Absolutely. And so looking on, on, on social media and things, and you are a man who – kind constantly has a, a radiant energy about them whether it's skateboarding whether it's the clothing label whether it's the band whether it's bat sabbath you always seem to be doing something when do you take time just to sit down and just stop i send you you sound like a cat in the uh, in the room as well my cat's just looking at me yeah like. <laughs> um yeah I, I mean i feel like i try and balance out the uh the the time between tour i guess that's like the always the challenge of like when you can find those times to like also kind of recharge and like to to like chill out i think that's like lots of times we, we're pretty full on for touring and then we have these like moments in between that we like you know we'll we'll you know take a year off to like write a record or something like that i feel like that's like maybe where I end up like having a bit of those moments more like just like, okay, we're going to tour hard. And then we'll like, you know, take the next, you know, six months to kind of like decompress and, and be able to like refocus. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I wanted to ask as well. So obviously uh, it was a while back now that you done the, the famous cover of Sabotage, which has kind of stayed in the set as a bit of a staple and, and rightfully so. Have you had any uh, ideas to cover any more particular uh, big songs? Uh, and would you do anything in the future like that? Uh, I mean, I think now that we've, you know, we've kind of done that and we've done the like Black Sabbath stuff, I feel like we're sort of known for all of those things. It's like, oh, maybe at this point we'll, we'll just keep it to that. Mm-hmm. But I do, yeah. we always like throw around the idea of like, you know, like, jokingly like when jay and i were in barcelona we were like joking about how we should do like a like a stoner like a doomy uh version of like cheryl crow songs uh <laughs> that's and such just, a like, shout I love and that. i was like oh that would be like fun to like just take somebody that's like you know not you know like uh in line with like metal or punk or whatever at least like something like sabotage or like obviously sabbath like makes sense to do different versions of it but to do something that's like really far out of like left field i think would be like really really fun um so yeah so we were like laughing about that like doing a cheryl crow doing a cheryl crow covers ep that would be so sick i'm just on google because if i remember rightly there's a song um i, I don't know the song i don't know the song name by shell crow but for some reason it sticks in my brain from being about like maybe eight or nine my dad played it in the car and basically the thing is like um i don't care what they say i'm gonna tell everyone i'm gonna soak up the sun but like just imagining that just sung by you guys <laughs> played is just this yeah, fucking magical a, it's thing a banger. like yeah shell crow <laughs> has some bangers crowbat crowbat you know crowbat. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, bat crow. Bat crow. I'm not sure of a bat crow or crowbat. Crowbat, definitely. What's happening yeah, with that? Crowbat. Crowbat's maybe the one. Okay, two seconds. My phone is calling me. Two seconds.
I do apologise. It's my um, I have a I have an application on my phone that tells me to remind me to take my tablets at one o'clock, and I completely forgot. <laughs> so I do apologise. That's all again. But yeah, oh God, this is such a chaotic interview, so I do apologise, mate. Um, I've got a couple of final questions before I let you on your way and think. I know you've got a, a lot of do, lot to do and tour and things. So, a question I've asked every guest in 2023, right, is when this podcast gets bought up by a big Spotify, a big Apple, a big corporate company, right? I'm going to have lots of obviously big corporate money. And with that big corporate money, I'm going to create my own festival. Cantabats are invited to play the festival along with all the other bands that have been on the show. Now, the, okay. the, the kind of crux with this is because we've got unlimited budget and we're going to have it in the biggest possible field imaginable, what I would like to know is what you would like to add to the rider of said festival. You can have... the yeah, exactly the writer. Whatever you would like. Um, I mean, I think if in a in a festival setting, the dream because you always get like the ticket, you mm-hmm. know, that you have to like broker when you're gonna go and get your one meal. Yeah, and for so sure. you're like, oh yeah, maybe we'll try and like stretch it out, or I'll try and sneak it in at this time. I was gonna say if you could just have it open, you yeah. know, just like a you know, it's like if you're hungry, come and eat food. We don't need to like limit you to the one thing. We know that there's only so much food that can humanly be consumed. For sure. So we're just gonna let it let it be. So just even just that, as like your open rider, you got some veggie stuff, you got some vegan stuff, you got some meat stuff for the meat doggies, and you just you just let it be. That would be my request. I love that. So in terms of in terms of your food, what is kind of your preferential choice? If you if you, if I said to you, here's all the different cuisines of the world, what what would you have as your cuisine of choice? For the for the festival catering, yeah, for the festival catering. I mean, everyone's got to adhere to your rule and what you choose, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do love like any anything in the mix is like always good. Like you know, like burger. Burger folks love their burgers. Got to have French fries. You got to have that whole thing. But for me, I love because on tour again, you're like eating, you know, kebabs and all this stuff. And then you rock up to a festival and you get to actually eat like a big salad. Mm -hmm. You know, you get to eat some like fruits and vegetables. So again, I'm sure someone else will request something. So for me, I'll just request the, the big, you know, nice spread of like actual vegetables and salad bar and like all of those fixings to be you know, uh, at the top, I will say that my bar is pretty low though. Like I just want to eat salad and have some like (laughs) seeds and chickpeas on it. So that's like, it's not the most out of question thing. I was going to say, and for those, for those listening too, I don't want them to think that backstage is is crazy and that it's not that there's usually a salad bar anyways, (laughs) my standards are pretty low. (laughs) Well, I was going to say you are, you are, um, so we're basically, we're doing a hundred guest interviews this year and you are going to be around the 90 odd. Um, so we've had some pretty crazy requests. So a salad bar, I I can live with that. That's not going to break my bank. I can deal with that. (laughs) Right. I'm everything within reason. Absolutely. Um, Liam, what is ahead for 2023 slash 2024 for cancer bats, bat Sabbath, the clothing all of the stuff you've got going on um yeah i mean we have like i said we have a canadian uh november tour um that we're that's on sale right now that we're like pumping up and getting excited for and that's bat sabbath amazing um and then there's a bunch of kind of like question marks cancer bats are kind of a classic band for just like 
rolling with things as they come. So right now we, we don't have anything or like we're not announcing anything yet for 2024, but we have a bunch of plans to still, you know, be touring a bunch. Uh, definitely going to try and get over to the UK again. Definitely going to try and get over to Europe. Um, definitely like are shooting for a bunch of summer festivals again as well. So yeah, definitely still like things on the, on the future horizon for cancer rats and bath Sabbath, whatever people are excited for, uh, will hopefully happen. I'd love to come and do a bat Sabbath again in the UK. Yeah, um, sure. we don't have any plans for it, but that definitely was like a lot of people were asking as we were putting up those dates. Uh, and especially I think because the 2000 trees set went so well, there were so many people who were like, I missed out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, I, I... um, so yeah, so hopefully, uh, just have more of that in 2024. Absolutely, I, I very nearly missed out because I may have had one too many beers, but I did make it down. So, but I very nearly missed out. But that that's totally on me. <laughs> um, I love that. That would have been a bad one if you were on the grounds and you missed it. Oof. I know, I know, it's terrible. But I did go. It did go. So it was all good. Um, Liam, thank Hell you, yeah. thank you so much for taking the time, mate. I apologise. This is probably the most chaotic interview you've ever done in your life, so I do apologise. No, <laughs> I've had uh, microphone issues, phone going off with tablets. Oh, it's all happening. But um, a yeah, cat. there was a cat there. Like the, my cat. You know what? My cat has actually been asleep the entire time, and he's been very, very good. He normally likes to get involved in things, but uh, today he's been a very sleepy boy, which is good. <laughs> but um, yeah, lovely job. Thank you so much, mate. And we'll we'll let you we'll let you get get off, and um, we'll catch you on the road very soon yeah cheers and uh yeah we'll see you next time we're over in the uk love your job cheers mate bye